you're listening to the Quality Coach Podcast, I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. If you're a personal trainer who is trying to grow as a fitness professional, but feel unprepared to do so, listen in each week as myself and associates in the fitness space share practical tools and advice to help you become a quality coach. Oh, hey, you. Welcome to another episode of the Quality Coach Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Braxton. And y'all, I have been sitting here for the last like 25 minutes waiting for these guys to finish mowing the grass in my community so that you wouldn't hear the lawnmower sounds. But they are just in the way of the day today. They just don't want to go anywhere. So we're just going to have to deal with them. Sorry for the background noise of lawnmowers. You're all right. You can hear me. That's the most important thing, right? (laughs) So today I want to cover the topic matter about how to use the slow seasons in fitness when you are a personal trainer. Some of you may be feeling the anxiety and stress right now of all of your people being out living their most glamorous summer vacation lives and really not spending that much time with you and in the gym and being compliant with all the things that y'all discussed that you were going to work with on together. And so therefore, I really want to cover this subject on maybe way to give you ideas on ways you can reframe your thinking and your approach so that you don't waste your whole summer being stressed out. So I'll tell you, I'll start this with a story. The story of my last full-time job in a gym before I just burned all the boats and went all in on working solely in my business. Um, It was the summer of 2019. And at that point, I had only been working for this gym for about two months. So for those of you all who are new to me, um, 2019 was like the beginning, the first year that I had been divorced. So I'm just coming off the tail end of a lot of craziness with divorce. And um, I got this job at a gym. It was a global gym. It was a job. I was just doing it because I knew that was my safe spot. That was my bread and butter. I knew how to do this work. So I got this job and two months into um, being a coach there, I made a not great business decision or career work decision, but a great mental health decision. And that was to go on a little week long vacation to Florida with a couple of friends. I needed that trip on a mental new mom, newly divorced level. Right. And but the thing is, when I came back, I came back in the very first week of July, which if you've been in the fitness industry long enough, you know that July is like the peak, the like beginning peak of when nobody's in the gym. The gym is like a ghost town, right? It's like December 25th in the gym during the summer. And it was just bad. It was it was such a stressful time because I hadn't, I'd only been at this job for a couple of months and I hadn't built my book up to enough to support me through the summer months when things were really lean. And I wasted a lot of energy being stressed, spinning my wheels, trying to acquire clients from a stressed out standpoint, instead of doing the three things that I'm going to talk to you about today, teach you about today, that would have really made a huge impact on number one, how I could have picked up clients um, during that season. And number two, how I could have prepared myself to uh, 
be ready for the September surge of clients that were bound to come because it always happens. Am I right? So the three things I want to teach you today, I call them the three R's and they are research, revise and reinvent. These are the tactics or the principles that I from a place of experience know can help you if you also are in a position where things aren't aren't really either moving as quickly or as abundantly as you would like them to or if you are just stressed out about what's going on um, in your personal training business right now and so the first R that we're going to talk about is research you're going to be like, Jasmine, oh my God, what do you mean? Like research what? Well, this is a good time to think about what you can look back on and what did not work for you so that you can strategically and wisely move forward with things that will work for you. So for instance, think back on the last six months that you've been working with clients. What were issues that one or several of your clients kept coming to you with or kept struggling with that it would be very beneficial for you to have more knowledge on so that you could better support them. That is the uh, like honestly one of the best starting places is to help your clients get through their own problems so become more versed in whatever that problem is. Maybe it is a mental hurdle that a client needs to get over. Like they don't feel confident in being able to do a certain movement or a certain set of movements. Maybe it's a emotional problem that your client is dealing with um, because of something that's going on at home and it's affecting their life. So research whatever their problem is, and that can come in many forms. That research can come in many forms. One of them is talking to those clients. I'm sure they are a text or phone call away if they're not in the gym all the time with you now, but you have to ask what those people what those issues were or deeper questions about the issues so that you know how to better address them. Another thing is if there are other fitness professionals that you trust who are subject matter experts on an issue that your client is dealing with, go learn from them. Figure out how you can absorb the information that they know. I would not say go pick their brain because that's implying that you want them to, you know, divulge all of their their trade secrets for free. But um, figure out how you can get in front of them, whether that you you pay for some coaching with them, you ask for a mentoring relationship, you barter, whatever you need to do to understand what they know so that you can help your clients and, you know, mitigate the risk of losing them because you're just not aware of what they're dealing with. This is um, also a good time for you to work on your, the clarity um, that you have around your ideal clients. Um, My course that I have called Ideal Client Clarity really helps you learn how to speak to your clients' inner thoughts and inner emotions because, Sales psychology has taught us one thing, and that is people typically buy off of emotion and off of internal struggle, and then they justify that purchase or that investment with logic after the fact. So the more clear you understand your your ideal clients, the better that 
you can get in front of them better than you can understand them, but also you can better clarify to them that you are the person who can solve the problems that they are dealing with and they don't have to look any further than you. Okay. So first R is research. The second R is revise. What's not working that you are doing? This is such a low hanging fruit that we we kind of get too much in our head about and we don't really simplify the process of like what's the easy stuff that I can change? Like for instance, when you get, say if you land a new client, like they're like, yes, I want to work with you. Do, is your next step after they've agreed to work with you simple and easy to execute? Is it straightforward? Is it clear for the client? Is it clear for you? Or is there just a mad scramble going on? And you're like, oh my gosh, like that's a place where it's a red flag showing you that you need to revise a process or a system. Another way of looking at revising is um, like how you approach your training with your clients. Sometimes we have watched other trainers do things that just don't make sense, to be honest about it. And because we lack maybe the reps, the experience of seeing how to handle similar issues or similar clients firsthand, we just copy what we see because that's all we know. And that's honestly not, it's not your fault. It's not necessarily wrong because copying or um, mimicking what we see is one of the ways that human beings learn. So it's not that I'm giving you flack and throwing shade at you for maybe doing what you see, but when you are doing something that you've seen others do and you recognize that it's just not working or it's just not aligning with you, that is another red flag that says you need to revise. For instance, one of my current clients came to me because she learned while in PT school and personal training um, school, how to set up programming for clients. But over the last few years of coaching, she's seen trainers who are more experienced than her doing something that is the exact opposite. For instance, she learned how to structure and she learned how to create a process that um, has predictability, but her colleagues were just doing what I call entertainment workouts, which means that there was really no cohesion or no logic behind the workouts that they were given to their clients. They were mainly just doing it to keep things fun for the clients because quite honestly, they had insecurities about their abilities to keep them. So because of that issue, she came to me and she was like, I need help, number one, like changing this, but also changing my mentality around feeling like I'm not doing enough when I'm not doing the the uh, entertainment style workouts. And it took her a while to accept that doing things in a in an orderly fashion, to be honest, is really what the client wants. And when she finally implemented that, her her alignment felt better. She felt like she was doing work in a way that felt good in her spirit, 
that felt good in her heart. Like this has integrity. Um, and that is, that was a huge revision for her that really has calmed her on a mental level, but also helped her to feel more confident in her abilities to train clients. Okay. So that's the second R, revise. The last R is reinvent. This is very similar to revision, but reinvention talks about, it can be, it can stem from how you program for your clients to what you focus on communicating to your clients. Um, For instance, one thing that I always encourage my younger coaching age personal trainers to do is revise or reinvent what they're communicating to their clients, especially when they haven't built in self-efficacy for their clients. Now, this is what I mean. Self-efficacy is like when a person feels autonomous or feels in control or feels like they are the governor of whatever activity they're engaging in or of their life as a whole. So for instance, if you are someone who still picks the weights for all of your clients and still tells them exactly how much rest they're supposed to have after each working set, those are places where you can hand over the reins to them and let them start feeling, let them start making decisions based on the knowledge that they have gained from working with you, which in turn helps them build self-efficacy that they know what they're doing and they can help themselves. Because the end goal for you as a trainer is not for your clients to need you forever. The end goal is for them to be well-versed enough to take care of themselves so that they don't need you but they keep you as their trainer because they like you and they keep you as their trainer because they enjoy your accountability. It's not because they don't keep you because they are feeling handicapped without you. Okay. So just to recap the three R's that you can use to reframe your thoughts and your approach to how you go about doing things this summer are one research two, revise, and three, reinvent. Please send me a DM on Instagram at jasminebraxton.co and let me know your thoughts about this. Let's talk about this in the DMs. I would love to hear what you have to say. As always, please like this episode, like this podcast, and subscribe. Leave your review. When you leave reviews, it's helps people who think like us and who want to be better coaches like us see this podcast. And that is huge because as you know, the mission is to elevate the fitness industry. So the more that we can spread the wealth of solid and and good information, the better this industry becomes as a whole for all of us. That's it for this one. As always, I appreciate you. Catch you in the next one. Bye y'all. Do you find designing training programs for your clients to be overwhelming? I used to feel the exact same way, which is why now I help coaches just like you develop a deeper understanding for how to apply coaching and program design so that you can be successful and so can they. Want to know how? Just go to jasminebraxton.co 
forward slash design to download my five industry secrets to make program design simple. Again, that's jasminebraxton.co forward slash design to get your free copy now. You're welcome.